chicken dog. Um, and welcome back to Belmont Bunch. I've got my brother Nick in the background doing a face and the dog. So uh, there's a lot to talk about. I was at the Islander game last night. They lost again. I'm going to stop going. Don't worry. Uh, it was one of the best games they played all year. And uh, I wonder if me sitting, Winston, if me sitting, I'm just going to pick him up and put him in the shot. There he is. There he is. Um, so Islanders played an extremely good game, but the first five minutes obviously wasn't so good. Uh, a goal from this Duhame guy who scored against us last time we played Minnesota. Um, again, not a, not a great rebound from Sorokin. It's something that recently uh, the goaltending has not been good enough for the Islanders, which is a problem because they don't outscore you know, their, their mistakes, really. Uh, and the goaltending can't be a problem, or this team sunk. Uh, I think it was that quote early in the season that had gotten around uh, from a anonymous league GM uh, about how the Islanders will get exposed if they don't get great goaltending. It's kind of happening. Um, so Duhame gets that one. A few minutes later on the power play after an offensive zone penalty by uh, Paul Mary. So Paul Mary's still doing great. Got one goal. He's turning it into our Andrew Ladd. Uh, er Joel Erickson Eck. Uh, another shot that probably should get stopped by Sorokin. It's an interesting, it's a no-look shot that kind of didn't look like it left the ice. And Sorokin just gets beat. Got a good view of that one from where we were sitting. And it's 2 nothing five minutes in. And it's another like, oh, okay, can't even touch the good teams in this league. But the Islanders would fight back. And they would play pretty well for the rest of that period. Uh, they would get a Nelson power play goal. They would get a Nelson power play goal to at least cut it in half. The shots even Good second half of the period, good push from the Islanders. Uh, and second period starts, uh, it goes right back to being crap. Uh, Matthew Boldy, who I picked up in fantasy before the game, gets a goal uh, to make it 3-1. And at that point, kind of felt like, you know, there's not much the Islanders are going to do the rest of the way. But no, the Islanders keep pushing. They got a ton of chances. Barzal in this game had approximately a billion chances. Uh, you know, he had one that rang off the post. Great play from Josh Bailey, who I thought played well last night, um, to find him on the first one that hit the crossbar. And then the second one that he just, uh, Barzal just put over or wide of the net. Uh, probably should have scored there. And it stays 3-1. But Ross Johnston, just off of a weird giveaway where the Minnesota player just kind of stumbled out of the zone straight into Ross. And Ross gets to walk in. And he does a really nice job with the finish. And it's 3-2. Um, and then Kirill Kaprizov here in the third period now gets a tip in, puts the Islanders in a rough spot. Um, yes, your toy. And now you're not going to chase it. Puts the Islanders in a bad spot with a tip goal. Uh, and then nothing happened. This didn't happen. Oliver Wallstrom didn't do anything, and it finished 4-3 for unforeseen circumstances. Um, so I guess we'll get into that now. Um... Oliver Wallstrom gets one uh, with the goalie pulled, gets it to 4-3. Uh, Islanders can't get one after that. But uh, in the postgame, it was really interesting comments from Barry Trotz because most of the stuff uh, I understood, and I even understood the deployment of not playing Wallstrom in that spot, um, only because Wallstrom had been out there a little bit uh, in that portion of the third. Get out of here! Oh, God. Um... And uh, I kind of understood having Brock out there. And I 
despite what other people say, I did understand Josh Bailey being out there because I thought he had a really good game passing the puck, which could have come in handy on that last sequence. So my issue with Trotz isn't as much the deployment in that circumstance, but after the game kind of, you know, basically taking all the credit away from Oliver Wallstrom, who made a great effort to dive in on a puck that I think is pretty clear. Anders Lee tried to tip it in, uh, and two Minnesota sticks were there. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't going in unless Oliver Wallstrom got in there and kind of lifted it one-handed. So, you could, like, uh, it, there was a really good uh, comment on Twitter that I saw about how, oh, if we're going to discount that Wally goal, are we going to discount every Anders Lee goal because it's a similar type of goal? It's ridiculous. And also, I think it's the exact thing that Barry would want from his sniper is to go into a dirty area and find a way to finish. So, for me, I, I don't understand why Wally is hated. Um, it's not, you know, he's not the difference in the season, Wally. Uh, I do think they should be playing him every day uh, and giving him enough ice time and putting him in spots that give him a chance to continue to grow because he is currently way better. Calm down. <laughs> he's currently way better than Kyle Palmieri in the finishing department. So, you know, I think for now, Oliver Walsh, I know they're trying to get Paul Mary back up to speed because of the injury and everything. And for now, he's, I mean, Paul Mary's not going to come out of the lineup with how much he's making. Um, but, you know, earlier, in, uh, before the game, uh, Trotz talked about how, with, in terms of goaltending, they got to go with the hot hand. How about with scoring, we go with the hot hand? Um, I know Wallstrom not incredibly hot, but having scored there, um, can we please just get him some ice time? Uh, and have the same standard for all the players. Because I know Kyle Palmieri taking an offensive zone penalty. If that was Wally, that's the end of the night for Wally, I'm pretty sure. So I just I just want to see some consistency uh, in that standard. And uh, in goal, you know, Sorokin has had two straight games where he had a chance to really claim the crease uh, against Philly and tonight, and or last night, and uh, hasn't been good neither. So for now, I guess the, the tandem will have to continue. And uh, Varley is probably going to get more high-leverage chances, uh, at least for the next, few, the next few games. So that's it. Uh, they got an easy game, easy game, quote-unquote, against Ottawa on Tuesday. And I believe now the rescheduled game against Kraken on Wednesday. Probably should win both of those games if they're interested at all in being serious about coming back. Uh, also, I know Ross Johnson scored. Barry, please don't use that as an excuse to play him for the rest of time. Uh, I'd like to see Kiefer Bellows, you know, if, if the season's over, and I think it is, Kiefer Bellows and Oliver Wallstrom and Robin Salo and Noah Dobson need to keep playing and, you know, basically show the Islanders what they got and give Lou an idea of what they should be going out and getting in the offseason or not going out and getting if they think you're, they're, they're comfortable. So that's it. We'll see you next time on Belmont Bunch. I'm Mr. Belmont Bunch. That's the dog. <laughs>